Alright, so it is the last day in the month of July 2020. Just one more sleep, one more night, and we are in August. Could you believe that? Could you believe that? <laughs> Welcome to the 31st day in the month of July 2020. And what an exciting way for we to kick off another brand new day like this right here. I'm Steven Bommy, 85.5 Masterclass Radio, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And how you all doing out there today? How you all doing? Remember, social distance is still actively in effect. Use a face mask or social distance if need be so. Right here, welcome to the spotlight. Time to hear directly from the artist today. Joining me, all the way from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, is a recording artist, a songwriter, and a dancer. Right here, Angel Dwai. Thank you for joining me today. And how you doing? First of all, thank you for having me, and I'm glad to be back on your radio show. Um, I'm Angel Doe, um, actor, singer, songwriter, dancer, uh, basically entertainer, you call it. Um, I'm a young artist, just started out this year, and I started writing my, my music, putting my music out on every digital platform you uh, that's out there for people to, uh, that's how you can get, me, get to know me. Um, I would say... You can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on Pandora, you know, you can find me on every social media platform um, to get more connected with me because I do love to get connected with everyone else. Um, so Angel, that's Angel Dewey, and that's a little bit of Angel Dewey. That is not part of it. <laughs> that's, that's, a little, that's like a little bit of Angel Dewey. Um, I was born in Liberia, West Coast of Africa. I grew up there for 12 years, and then I moved to the United States of America. And then I'm a college student. I graduated from high school, and then I, going into college, that's when I decided to take my, my uh, music career Right. on another level another challenging level as an indie artist um now that doesn't mean that i didn't did music in school i was involved in every musicals every shows uh within my community and then i was in sport in, i was involved in sports uh you know because you got to keep the body fit <laughs> you got to keep the body healthy despite whatever thing goes on you got to so I love that too but at the same time being creative and being in our process of training and work, working yeah. so you were talking about going to college going to school what you're doing in college right now what courses are you taking um, what courses I'm doing is basically stuff that prepares me for my career in the entertainment industry yeah. and those things are directing music videos yeah. and shooting music videos mm -hmm. so challenging myself to be a director but also you know acting and, and wow. seeing how behind the scene comes at work cool. and also challenging my creative process and um, challenging myself to write a script even That's though right. it does take forever <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but, I, but yeah. with learning those things in college is also yeah. helped me to learn how to collaborate with right. other so, creative so, people yeah so the music industry is getting broader and bigger and i'm glad there is college for people to actually train themselves and prepare themselves for tomorrow i wish a lot of artists are listening to this right now so there is a college where you can actually prepare yourself not just about making music because you were talking about directing music script writing and all that good stuff so everything is not just about going to the microphone saying drop bars you know there is a lot to learn right i mean that's the important part you know that's that's important that that's that's my important part i'm holding right now but every every aspect of everything i'm learning in college is very important you know um because you can i i know um right now i'm scheduling a music video for salute and you know um i can i'm challenging myself to see how best i can direct that right. you see so that's part of my field so i gotta challenge myself doing that too now where i have other people helping out directing definitely because um i'm a collaborate artist and i want other people to you know have collaborate on my project and see how can best bring the, uh, the visual to life. Right, so what you are saying is that you are actually directing your own music video, right? Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is creative though. That is creative. Customizing and doing your music video yourself in a certain way. It is economically time saving and a little way for you to try out certain things for yourself. How are you looking to do that? Are you looking at hiring people? You know, things like that might require a lot of hands. Or are you going to set up a tripod and shoot a video on a standstill? Um, I'm definitely going to hire a videographer. Um, yeah. I already had an editor. and You know, there's certain things as an artist you can do. Yeah. And yeah. there's certain things you just got to let other people do, do what they do best. That's you right. know, um, just because I'm not, I'm like, hey, do kind of, Directed, yes. yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to sit behind a computer and uh, editing in you know, the editing place and editing myself. <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta let the people, those who are yeah. experts in yeah. editing and videography, no, shooting it, shoot that, it. That, yes, that. I would definitely, uh, I'm definitely having several of uh, several people that are actually, yeah. Liberian and you know African in general, yeah. who are you know willing to be a process of the video, the music video. Yeah. Now I can't promise when it will be out, but I'm definitely promising that it's gonna be a very tough role for those who. If wow. I mean, if I mean tough role, is like yeah. I'm a very creative person. You know, um, I changes my mind sometimes on set, and then we have to change things. You know, change things and or build something on set. So when something sparks on a, a certain part so that's yeah. that's the aspect of the field for me yes. and it's good as an artist to do that and that's why, why I le- what I learned in school and keep learning yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah there will be a, uh, there's a lot of people who trying to pitch in trying to you know to just be that creative aspect of it and see how you know because then when I work with them I can see if I can sustain with them on yeah. my little team I'm building yeah that's true yeah I've got your poster sitting right behind me right here. I'm like, I'm like, you are almost right in there. Someone actually asked if that was, what was that? What magazine was that? And they were like, can I use that? They were actually asking if that was a magazine. You know, is that part of the things you are looking forward to do? When I heard that, I started thinking, maybe this guy is on something else you know maybe it's a front cover for a magazine <laughs> i know my guys if you are listening and watching right now you can see that behind me if you are listening on our website you might not be able to see that that is angel dwight behind me right here what what you think about all that or are you actually thinking of working or modeling for a magazine wow you are the fifth person i brought that up this week did you see that you see that <laughs> And to be honest with you, if the door is opened, if right. the opportunity is there, right. I'm going to take it. Hmm. I'm going to take it because um, I had a photo shoot for my next single that will soon be out. And you're pretty sure you're pretty going to have me again. <laughs> you're pretty much going to have me again. Uh, and why happened is the, the play where we, we went to do the photo shoot, the guy that owned the place, he he said the same thing yeah. and and then the day before i went for the photo shoot another person said the same thing if i was a model <laughs> if i was modeling and then i questioned myself i'm like why is everyone saying the same thing to me and they're like your photos it speaks and i'll say this is that i'm focusing on right now branding myself yeah and growing my fan base and growing with people who love my sound who love my music and who want to connect with me more on the music level the personal level or people who just love me and just want to be with me through throughout my career Um, but like I said if the door is open I'm going to take it yeah. If the platform is leaving, you know I mean, if if I have some, if some of those magazines brands see me, uh, you know, and they're like, yo, we, 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 we want you, I'm gonna take it. Now, I'm gonna take it, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna read a contract. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean because you know we we got we artists, we gotta be mindful of what we sign and what we don't sign. That is smart. That is wise as well. You know, 
<clears throat> there is a lot of small issues when it comes to reality versus realizing yourself and your potentials and so many all these out there it's like testing the water one foot in the water and one foot on land they basically don't really believe in what they are doing yet are you using that as a backup plan you know is that going to be like a backup plan okay i'm not doing music anymore i'm going to be taking pictures for magazines oh bottling it has never been on my career list of things i'll be honest um it have not get on the pen and paper so i'm writing this as a backup plan no um it won't be a backup plan but it would definitely be it's definitely going to be within the, my process of my career you know um if a photographer want me to model for the brand i'm going to do it you know um cuz then they're giving me that opportunity and then at the same time i'm giving myself the opportunity to showcase myself on someone else's brand you see what i'm saying um so it's it's not a backup plan um i didn't i don't i haven't think about it until the several times and now you saying the same thing about this photo <laughs> right so it is a backup plan it, it no i it won't be a backup plan um it would just is is going to brand me if i'm modeling it's to brand myself uh brand the, per- the person brand i'm modeling and move from with that but i don't know if that would be a backup plan wow yeah wow so there is a lot of issues when it comes to today's music a lot of new artists how they you know i spoke to some artists the other day and we were talking about tunes and not finding your tune yet So do you think music is probably meant to be like a metamorphosis, a progression between change from where you were 2 years ago and where you are going tomorrow? And that leads to style. Are you looking at switching style? And I'll be playing your track Salute shortly. Looking at styling in the music. Do you believe on artists to stick to one style? No. No. Why is that? Uh because there's so there's so many genres involved in, in different styles of music right. and radio, some radios are being radios most radios are being specific on certain style to play so as an artist in order for you to get your song to air on that radio you know you either going to have to collaborate you can either collaborate with the artists that have that sound Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you can pitch them, you know, your radio or you can write something and produce something like like that. Cuz then if you if your song is on that radio, it gave you new audience. Yeah. It gave you new but I, it gave you new, you know, introduce you to new body of people who will love the sound and follow you throughout your music journey. Yeah. Um now with style, I believe in artists upgrading their styles because you are artist, um you have to keep your profile uh social media um <laughs> YouTube, you got to upgrade those photos. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Um and as for my next thing I'm talking about, it's it's new. It's it's totally I'm going to be honest, this new single I worked with it's all Liberian. Yeah. Uh right produced uh you know so it, it's I'm going to say what genre right? it's going to be afrobeat genre afro afrobeat I love afrobeat <laughs> and I grew up with afrobeat so now that that add a little bit genre to me so I can stick to both yes. you know the R&B yes. the trap and the afrobeat because yes. hey afrobeat I own that yeah. I I can see that I get if you're right to switch to that because yeah. I was born in Liberia. Yeah. Speaking about your background <laughs> and everything today, I like to raise one other issues, and I stop asking questions because we we deal with real issues. So let's talk about some real issues right now. So as an artist, you go to a studio, you probably pay for your beat, your instrumental, your studio time. You pay a whole lot. A lot of artists pay a whole lot. So many of these artists are independent in the sense that they own everything. The right to production, the right to win and how and anything they want to do, they have the right to do that. Based on the fact that some of these artists own their own studio. But who is to blame though if a song comes out to be very good? Very good song. 
let's say, not to blame, but who is responsible for that? Is it the artist or the producer? This it depends. A it, um, from <sighs> great question. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to answer the question really good. I'm gonna try my best. Um, it depends on how much the artist contribute to the work. You know, if the producer contribute more than the artist, mm-hmm. um, the artist can get get certain percentage. You know, mm-hmm. despite the artist's vocal voice on it, making the song more um, big. Yeah. Um, you know, but if the producer, like say, if the producer write the song, okay, and the artist have a nice voice. And the artist didn't write the song, but then the producer is going to produce the song, makes a match of the song. Yeah. Did you see what I'm saying? Right. The artist is just going to sing the song. That that give that producer the whole credit. Whole credit, because hmm. he he wrote the song, he makes a match, he's maxed the song, he produced the song. Um, right. Now, if the producer released the song, yeah, that's more credit for them. The artist will get a certain percentage, so. Now, if the artist and the producer both write the song, right, and the producer is mixing and mastering the song, and the artist have an idea, yeah. you know, where the artist say, "Hey, can I chip in here and get some idea on the mix and mastering? Can I, can I, can I see this is how I want the harmonies to sound, or this is how I want this to sound?" You see what I'm saying? That the artist is helping, helping the producer have to mix and master. So the person, the, the credit can be divided into 50-50. It all depends on who so, contribute more. Right. So, and that is based on a good song, though. Now, if a track comes out to be not what is expected, and I say whack, I call it whack. If a track comes out to be whack, who is responsible for that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, so that is a lot of disappointment right there. A lot of holidays would be like, turn this place down. I don't want to say it, it depends on the uh, the production quality. Yeah, the production quality. But if song comes out to be whack, everything is there, it still comes out whack. Whack, not just about quality. But we have a lot of great quality songs out there that is still well produced, sound, everything, but still comes out whack. So who should be held responsible? The artist or the producer? Man, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. So you're going to submit your work. Submit your assignment. Okay, make, make my assignment next week. When I come back for the next interview for yes. my next single, we can talk about that. But right now, that's very wow. That's a great question, and I don't have to answer at this moment. Okay, I'm gonna leave that for our listeners. Five eight seven two zero one ninety six sixty four. If you are listening in your car, if you are listening on our website, or you are watching directly on Facebook, you want to tune in and join us right here. Listening on our website is mclassradio.ca. You can join or you can watch on Facebook. We are not allowed to stream on Facebook. So, the question I'm asking Hinge Dwyer right here, if a track comes out from a studio, a very good studio, let's say a very standard studio, turns out to be a great track. Now, if that track comes out to be whack, who is responsible for that? The Spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality. All right, so welcome back. Right here, Steven and Angel Dwight. Still on the production and quality. Let's look at the producer for a second. Producers have the right to refuse. Do you believe a producer should have the right to refuse an artist? If, if he or she believes the track they're going to produce will turn out to be whack. Do you believe so? Um, with everything, you know, the produce, the, to be honest, the producer sometimes look at the, the money aspect. Hmm. Quick. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a wicked big producers out there. So they look at the way the money aspect, and if you have the, the actual budget, they are willing to put in the effort and time to give you what you deserved. Now, if you don't have the exact budget, they can slide something with it, but they then gonna put in a whole effort and time into your work. You see what I'm saying? That can be that can be one of the problems. But another thing again, as an artist, you get you 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 have to make sure before you work with someone, look and see who they have worked with, and see what they have produced for other artists. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Ooh. That helps too to work with that person. Um, yeah. Like uh, the uh, the producer who produced um, Salud. When I was in Los Angeles, uh, my my first my my first year um, in college, you know, I just arrived in this huge city, yeah. and I was like, I had a song. I wrote the song, um, had to be, and I have the melody, everything. That that tell me that I own every right to what I'm, you know, I have on my pen and paper and everything else, and what I have in my mind, and then I was. I was looking for a producer, so I looked around, and then I got find found this producer. But then I didn't just contact him right away. Right. I looked for other artists he have worked with. All right. You yeah. see. Right. So, and I look for I listen to what other artists he have worked with, despite some of them are not in my same style of music. Right. And I listen to how he makes a master, and I'm like, okay. So after I listened to several of his artists I worked with, I would then email him myself, first myself, you know, because then that proved to me that I can work with him, you know. Um, I can definitely have him make the master this and see how how I wanted to sound. So that's how that track, uh, Sabu, was produced. Um, now, several people that know me, I'm very, like I said, I'm a very picky artist. I'm very specific on certain things that's why it takes longer for me to release <laughs> release certain music at certain time even though people want music this quick fast but then people gotta understand that certain artists are just specific want to be specific on their production quality and and on certain things that actually named that would be good to the ears and the soul um so that's how salu were produced from my way of working you know yeah. That's how Saddle are produced. Now, do, do I always have a best, best track quality? No, but that doesn't mean I'm going to release them. No, I'm going to listen to them. It's not of several, several times, several times, and I'm going to get other people listen to them yeah. to get their feedback. And then, if other people give me notes and stuff like that, then I can go back and say, "Hey, we got to change something." Instead of where we can change this. Now, if the producer said no. Tell him, say, okay, I know this is not your best expertise. As an artist, you gotta be front with people. You gotta, that's why you build a relationship. That's why you get to know each other and get to see if you can work with them again. So there you can tell the producer, say, um, this is what I want. This is the note, you know, I get from several people that have listened to my work, that love my music. Um, and now I'm not gonna be based on these people, but I wanna create this track that is not good yet. I feel that it's not good yet, but it's just a way I can make it radio quality, club quality, cars quality. You know, because people want to play music in the car too. Parties yeah. quality. It's just a way I can we can create. Now the produce now if the producer say, nah, 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 say okay, um, let me mess around with that. You know, now if you own on if you own on like tight budget as an artist, yeah. you know, you can work with that producer and come up with a great quality. You say. And then you said, let me mess around with this. Let me mess around with this. Let's change this vocal. Like, let me add this vocal. Okay, it's the same It's the same lyrics. We're not changing the lyrics, but I don't like that vocal because the way I sound out of the day, probably, you know, you can be like, I'm oh, probably tired. Let me redo the vocals. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes it helps. Um, yeah. It helps a track. It helps a record. Um, you said, let me redo that vocal. And then when you redo it, you do the hum, you know, harmonies. If you do harmonies, uh, even for a rapper too, I feel like rappers should also consider doing this sometimes. Uh, yeah. A lot of the times too, you know, a lot of singers do consider this. I believe I do. Um, yeah. And you just do that. And then, um, you know, you get several people listen to it. The people They don't have to be in the studio. You can get 
couples you're your friends now friends sometimes they won't say the word you they will say the word you want to hear they want some somebody won't be honest but then that's what you get you get adult adult like adult adult who really know music right. and who who listen for good quality you get them to have the ideas and and then when they have the ideas and if i listen to your track and you ask me to review your track i just believe people shouldn't be doing that it should be based on personal judgment what if things didn't improve then what um if the producer you work with and the track haven't improved yeah i would say the best option not to release the track not to release the track so the audience can ask for a refund um if you ask don't ask to create a best relationship with that producer and for your brand and for yourself yeah don't ask for a refund don't ask for a refund the reason i say that because you can ask for a refund and if the producer is nice yeah and sweet with you he might give it <laughs> but if if he's not he's you guys gonna be juggled back and forth you know he would be that press producer will be like, hey, you are in my studio for this time. You know, you see what I'm saying? So to make things go smoothly and not too much pressure on the artist, don't. Now, if you mistakenly release the song and you're getting bad feedbacks, take it down. Hmm. Take it down. That's that's my own opinion. Because I know sometimes we artists, we fell in love with the song and then we boom, we want to put it out there. And then when it's out there, we start getting bad feedback. And then our friends say, hey, our friends start getting our friends our friends and our parents and our people we know say hey i don't really like this song mm. um, i think you should do the certain things and then you in your unconscious you you went back and listened and he's like yeah take it down it's, it's won't hurt you it won't do anything just take it down and then mm. now with that producer don't ask for refund because then if you do if he's not nice stuff become complicated and then i was just say yeah and you don't want complication as yeah. a person as an artist because sometimes complication can stop your stop stop you from accomplishing yeah. certain things that you need to accomplish yeah. you know um so just let it let it slide people you know say and then go find a new find a new budget and find a new producer but then think again the next producer that you're trying to work with yeah find someone, someone that he had worked with mm. and do your own research and backgrounds and stuff like that um, and then before you contact them and say because then if you contact the person it's a time time there and then when you in the in the that's why people that i've worked with you know um if people that i've worked with actually when we're in the studio excuse me we talk you know, I talk with the producer, whoever might be in the studio, because there we got to know each other level of experience in the studio. Now, some of the producers I've worked with, they know that I'm a young artist and they know that that I'm just starting in this business of in, in this career thing. So there are certain things some of them are willing to teach me. There are certain things someone else said, okay, let me see. Let me, let, let me release him and see how far he goes. Like for that track, Salud, my, the producer that directed that in Los Angeles, we chat. We had a long conversation while working at the same time. And then when he saw that, he saw that I was going in a certain direction with the track, but I was having a little bit no clearance of the idea you see what i'm saying no well clearance of the idea because you know young artists in your studio you're probably nervous right um but you have the idea of how you want the track to be but then you're you're not really clear because you feel like if, if you're not being open-minded with the producer you'll feel like oh the artist no but that producer he wasn't like that he actually challenged me to do certain things that i wasn't yeah. able to do on my own to create uh, some of the sounds on the record, you know, which I, I can still look back and say, yeah. So building a relationship with a producer, it's very, very important. Yeah. Now, if you enter in the studio and the producer says, okay, that worked, da, 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 da. I would say the best thing to do is get out. Yeah. Because cool. if if you're not going to build a relationship before start working, you don't want to then just get out of the studio because the so working environment won't be fun. Sorry. Right, so how much have you been writing there? 
you, so you are technically advising artists that don't ask for a refund if if you try so many attempts and still talking to the producer and the song still not coming out great I'm just probably check out don't release the track don't go on youtube or soundcloud to post the track you can just keep that or probably delete it forget about it and now i agree with you with that with what you are saying so far the question we raised earlier who is to blame who is to be responsible if a track comes out to be whack and with everything you've said so far it looks like it's not the fault it's never the fault of the producer if a track turns out to be whack so at what extent should a producer refuse an artist at a point should a producer be like hey hey or be nicer you know what I don't think I can do this. You should take this track to somewhere else. So at what extent should a producer refuse an artist? I think everything should be through the email communication, you know. Right. So at what extent should a producer say no? I'll say after the first hook or the first verse. It depends on the song. And a producer feels uncomfortable with the song or not, the song doesn't do match what he's capable of doing yeah. um because then it it limits everyone's time the artist's time and it's he the producer being truthful to the artist and say hey you know night like you said in a nice way hey this song does this song is beyond me yeah to be honest with you i think you can take this song somewhere um you know you can be like i'm sorry I, um this song is beyond me i didn't know that's fine the spotlight here directly from your favorite artist in calgary alberta canada and across the world the spotlight on 85.5 masterclass radio available on TuneIn. the spotlight we talk reality all right so welcome back so hinge how would you describe your work ethics with hoarders great question um <laughs> my to be real with you my work ethic with others um people that have around me that i am working with or i have worked with um i have seen my worth ethic very i always want to get things done always want to get things done so it's that time where you actually had to walk away because things wasn't going the way you wanted mm, no i i want to say walk away but if the person say hey this is not for me i'll say thank you in a very respectfully way mm-hmm. you know what are it through emails it's through phone calls or it through message something at least that person tells me yeah. you know um and they say hey this is not for me and i'll be like thank you for your time um and go now would i sit down and say huh why did they reject this stuff or what yeah i'm gonna do that because i'm a human I'm allowed to do that. You see what I'm saying? Because then I can actually think back and feel like, what did I did? But. Yeah. yeah go ahead. No. Because um, I'm. And if I say I, want, I love to get things done, yeah. um, it's to get things done the right way. To get it. You know? Right. The so, right way. So, when is the point when you actually have to turn someone down? You actually have to say no to someone based on the fact that they are not working or doing things the right way, the way you wanted it to. When is the time when you actually have to like, you know what, I'm not doing this with you? The time that you actually, I heard it. Well, you see, I always do things in nice way. <laughs> um, you just, not, not everyone can do things your Yeah, way. you're right. Not, not everyone. I'm the, type, I'm the um, type that always want to be like, you know, I drag my feet around. Is that yeah. that way you like say no? We're gonna handle. Let's take our separate ways. Um, yeah, you know, like, like uh, I'm trying to think about the time I did that. Um, yeah, I now I get it. That's actually I'm not gonna call. It. There's actually several songs that's supposed to be released yeah. on an EP to you know, come out my EP, but it's not going to. Hmm. You know, uh, I had to send it to a different producer to get a remix and master. Yeah. So I'm saying, now, did I sit back in that person? No, I just take and turn and say, hey, can you send me those and this so I can send to my the other guy to see if he can remake and master this? Because you know the way I wanted this thing to happen, yeah. it didn't happen. Now, with that person a little bit feeling certain feeling, yes, you know they are human. Um, 
But then when I sent it to the other guy, and he tried his best, and he's like, we can, is there a way we can re-record the whole songs, most of the song? Yeah. And then I look at my time, I'm like, yeah, there's definitely a way we can, you know, because the other guy, he didn't complain, he felt that there's certain things missing within the tracks, tracks so he, he emailed me. Now, will those songs be re-recorded? Yeah. That is, we can hope for the feature. <laughs> we can hope for the feature and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just say, yeah, no. Now, am I gonna, am I gonna release the tracks? No, I'm not gonna release the tracks because I listened to the first Mix and Master and it didn't sound like the way I wanted to. Now, I'm not blaming the producer. Yeah. No, it's not his fault. It's not my fault. It's no one's fault. Yeah. It's just that the first Mix and Master didn't reach my level. You know, didn't reach what I wanted. So yeah. I didn't text and say, hey, you didn't, you didn't do this to this track. You didn't do this to this track. No. I just say, hey, you know, you do. hey, can you send me all the files yeah. so I can send it to the next guy for he to remix and master? Now, I do have that producer stuff, yeah. you know. That doesn't mean I'm gonna release him. No, I'm, I just do it in a way that the next time he, because a lot of producer, from my perspective, can have a project and they need an artist. They might want, you know, want you on it. So. Taking that last mix and master and not releasing it doesn't affect any one relationship together. It just shows that I have a different approach on these tracks, you know. Um, so that's another way I, I you know, I'll do it. Um, that's the, that, you know, stuff. You see what I'm, you see what I'm getting here? I'm getting, um, yeah. So I want to actually ask you one before we go ahead of time. Before that. Let's listen to your track right here. Follow. Stay right in there. We'll be right back. Angel Dwai, right there with Salud. That was a clear message from a Christian perspective, right here. Angel Dwai, right here. I was gonna ask you, are you actually doing a Christian type of hip hop, or it's gonna be a mixture of everything? <sighs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna be specific. I'm gonna be really mindful how I answered that yeah. question. Um, it's not just gonna be. Christian music, you know, because uh, I, th yes, I did grow up in a Christian background, and, but, you know, there's certain times as an artist, you got to give thanks and praise to the, the creator, you know, um, the creator, you know, yeah. and I feel like with that, with Salud, the picture is well printed, you know, uh, before entering into my my journey, you know, because before you move somewhere, there's a story you got to lean back on yeah. and see where you come from, and then you got to be appreciative of that. Uh, so yeah, will I release gospel, hip hop, or gospel Afro? Yes, in the future, mm. you know, because um, there's a certain time I feel like it's always good to just give it, you know, give thanks. Yeah. Every day, you know, uh, you can give thanks in so many ways. And with that track, I feel that like it was the raffle track, the raffle time, and the raffle way to do it. And personally, with the crazy pandemic we are in, it's the raffle time to play that song right yeah. now, early morning before you get out of your house. <laughs> at least that's what I do. I'm like at the gym, I'm playing. I'm like, you no, know, salute to the king. You know yeah. that 
Now, I'm not better than those who get COVID-19. Yeah. I'm not better than that. But I'm saying salute, reminding myself, I'm thanking him yeah. that I, he's guiding me into all this crazy world that we are in. You know, so, you know, so I don't want, you know, my people that are listening, that are getting to know me uh, and that's going to subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's, um, that's going to ride with me on a journey to keep the hopes of like, oh, he's a gospel artist. Yeah. Hmm. Now, you know what I'm saying? I don't want that. I don't want people to get their <laughs> hopes up. Would there be gospel music in the future? Hmm. Yeah. But would there be other music? Yes, because that's what we artists do. We we create. We 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 create something that fills the souls and inspire us. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there is a lot of gospel artists out there. So many of which have been subdued by the media because their music doesn't fit the criteria. For example, I'm not going to be playing some Christian music underneath some of the songs we play right here. The, the way the media is being right now, you know. And when I'm looking at it, a lot of gospel artists have been subdued and many have faded away or not making tracks anymore. A lot of gospel artists, because they talk about Christianity, they say certain things in their music. So do you believe that is a better approach to go about it? Because as an artist, if I talk about Jesus in some rap verses, and I'm saying a whole lot about Christ, he doesn't fit the criteria of what is out there. So. As an artist, do you believe I should remove Christ or don't say that or replace Christ as someone in heaven and try to make it look more socially correct? Because that is what the media is all about. It's becoming more socially neutral. You just don't use the word Christmas or Easter anymore. It's now holiday, you know, socially neutral. You know, it is Christmas they say have a nice holiday. Happy Easter, they say have a nice holiday. He's becoming more neutral, and a lot of artists like yourself might be going neutral because you want to say certain things about Christ and try to fit right into the social sphere we are right now because it doesn't fit right into a mix. Great point. Great. Qu that's a great, um, definitely true, you know. Um, and if you look, listen to Salute, this part that says Salute to the King, but then if you listen to some of the lyrics, it paint the picture for people, you know. Mm. In your word, you said repent. What scripture, you know, you can find scriptures in the Bible that said repent. Right there, that paint the picture. You say, yeah, this is song is, you know, and and a. So I definitely understand what you're saying, and and also it comes down with the branding. It's come down to with how the artists want to brand themselves. Yeah. You know, um, with the the artist want to bring himself diversely, or just one genre, and as you can see, um, it's it's definitely there, you know. Um, and like for Christian rapper, um, it comes down, like I said, it comes down to branding for them. You know, if you sing in this one, but then your picture look this way. <laughs> <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Your picture looked this way. <laughs> and then you on social media, you look this way. Yeah. People are going to think this is a hood on a second. Hmm, Nick, all this in his stuff, he he said everything. You know, he, he, he speaks about all of those things. Yeah. But then we see his picture and social media post, it doesn't. In, because people judge from that thing. People judge from those, you know, how you brand yourself hmm. with your music. That's, um, that's why salute. It's you know the message is there, mm -hmm. but then the chords lead you into a different world or different vision. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, like we said before, and we're saying now, and I'm saying it again. Um, I don't want people to put me in a category as just a gospel artist. All right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not saying I'm not going to create gospel music. I'm going to create music for my Lord and Savior. Don't get me wrong, because I have every right to thank Him yeah. and appreciate Him in every every journey that I'm going through, because it's my right. It's mm -hmm. my it's me getting connected with Him when I'm losing it. Mm. Losing Him when I feel like I'm losing Him. You know, sometimes sometime you walk in church and 
the pastor preaching and you look at what the pastor preaching sometimes it hits your soul and you you just start belting some songs out yeah <laughs> you know those things are inspiring you know those things inspire people like us artists and you know you can write it down you can do you know you can release it because then you you know the story hmm. what the song comes from um you know that is something i find unique too um but that's my point of view on that one but also it goes down to branding if a rap rap gospel person rapping about jesus yeah. um you know saying all those scriptures in the bible but then when you look at his page and you look at his social platform social yeah. media and you're seeing something else yeah that kind of can right. change people mind a perspective of mm. how they view you as an artist mm. you know um yeah. like for example the picture behind you that picture can view give you different different aspect of who i am mm. you know uh it can give you different aspect of who you're going to meet if you see that person physically you know you can be like okay i'm gonna meet the nice person nice and then you'll be like okay i'm gonna meet the person who you see what i'm saying no i'm not i'm not I'm, it's just a reference i'm not saying that because it's my picture i'm just reference that yeah now you're gonna go on my page you'll be like okay and then you see my page you're like okay the person the person loves to dance to this kind of thing okay it's his hobby you love to right. dance this kind of music the afro music the uh secular music okay it's his hobby yeah you know because then that picture print out something different but then if i'm thinking if i'm thinking about this if i'm like say let's say example that's in my next track is i'm in a church right yeah and i'm singing i'm praying at church and then you see my next picture after shooting that music video yeah i am someone else yeah that gonna lose your phone yeah. that that you're gonna yeah, be, you're gonna be right. yeah <laughs> you're gonna be like hold on a second hold on a second did you know yeah yeah like like that you're gonna be like hold on a second hold on a second yeah that's the same guy i saw him in church last yeah, sunday he was he was giving a testimony in church is that the same guy you know you are right right there listen hinge of my time is up you know please where can we find your music on social platforms especially where can we find your music your new releases that's going to be out give us a timeline a real update um to everyone that want to come with me on this music journey of mine um you can find my stuff on youtube at angel Duet. you can subscribe to turn on your notification i do need you to subscribers so mm-hmm. that i can release more music videos y'all because i have people who want to work with me and want to put out more content but we need more subscribers <laughs> i'm gonna be honest we need yep. more subscribers i'm gonna be really honest with y'all because i'm an honest person i love to be honest to my audience uh we need more subscribers and then you know um but you can follow me on instagram um facebook um spotify and you can get my music of itunes um again John put me in a category as a gospel artist, please, because then you will be deceiving yourself. <laughs> uh, not Angel Duet. Yeah. Because uh, Angel Duet is going to put out music that he feel like giving art to the world, to yeah. people who actually appreciate his stuff. Uh, now, that's, 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 that's where you can find my stuff. I'm out of words. That's why I'm repeating certain words. <laughs> like I said, I love to be I love to be honest with people. Yeah. Um, so, I like so, I like your honesty as well. So you want where can we find you? Probably on uh your Snapchat. We don't use Snapchat, Twitter, and everything. Same name. I am on Twitter. Um, Angel Duet. Um, I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Make sure you found uh, the artist Facebook. Not. Because my personal Facebook gonna be taken down. Yeah. Uh, it will be managed. It will be handled with s- someone I'm gonna be trusting really to handle that. All right. Um, like I said, I'm trying to build my own team. Um, so and then working with just that's why working with several librarians at the moment can help me 
or several librarians and other Africans or some of some of that from different part of Africa yeah. can help me see who I can keep has my team and who I cannot keep um, so yeah you can follow and it will be easier if you go to my YouTube page and click the whole YouTube page like you know and then you yeah. subscribe you'll see where social platform are on the uh, and then you can just go to which one I feel that you f- want to connect more with me. Um, trust me, I do respond to DMs, people that, some random people I don't know, uh, they, they <laughs> Instagram yeah. message me. Yeah. And you know, as artists who just knew I gotta be, I love being humbled, I love being nice. But trust me, if you say something crazy in my DM, if you say something that inappropriate, don't expect me to respond. Because right. before I, I op- before I open open that message, it gotta be something that is appropriate. If it's not, I'm not gonna open it. And I'm sorry if you, you they don't, they don't want to see you with your gangster t-shirt. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to see that. Um. So that's that's because I know Angel Doer is basically branding himself as an artist. As yeah. an artist and also as a human being and someone that is open-minded not someone that is that you think he should be you know because i don't want no one put them there yeah. ideally man on my on me no yeah mm-hmm. so that's that's angel the way you know subscribe to youtube we need more subscribers mm-hmm. um so we can get more contents out we can yeah. get more videos share share my work know follow me on instagram facebook um twitter uh appreciate you know com- you know getting communication with everyone else there out there yeah right so precisely when should we expect your new single the goal is next month yeah but i'll tell you that you probably might get a uh, promotion picture next month i'm gonna try and speak fast yeah. um but promotional picture probably next month that's gonna you know might give you a different side approach yeah. but it's it's actually artistic and i love it i can't wait to give it to you guys in the world because i'm actually in love with what goes on behind the scene but the goal is to give it to you guys next month and the song is called kokona kokona what's the meaning of that That's kokona oh uh, okay there's two minutes in the urban dictionary dictionary so i i wrote the song describing you know my lover <laughs> you know uh so and i have the concept of the music video it's gonna be i don't know when it's gonna be the music will be out because i gotta work we gotta work on the bro- the budget for that one uh, that's where i'm like begging you guys to go and subscribe you know right. so that we can have that music video out asap um but we are definitely trying to get subtle music video done uh, and then with the new song done, so you probably m- will get uh, will get a promotion picture soon. That's all I can say. But Kokona can tell you that it's going to be an African song. Right. So at this point, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, and thanks to Angel Dwight for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and always a pleasure having a guest with me in the studio right here at the spotlight. I'll be living in the hands of DJ Rex. It's more music right here. But before that, I'm Steven Bami. And I'll be seeing you all tonight at 7 p.m. Stay safe out there. Bye for now. The Spotlight. Hear directly from your favorite artists in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. We talk reality.